Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. This is a bit of a special edition episode. We were supposed to release this a few weeks ago, but I waited just a little bit because we are right now in the heart of March Madness season, so I thought it was kind of appropriate that I share this episode with you all from my buddies, Adam Russell and Dave Adams. I was on the show with them a couple of weeks ago where we chatted all things Disney and Universal attractions. We pitted attraction versus attraction to crown the ultimate theme park winner in the Orlando I-4 corridor area. So I hope you enjoy the episode. It's a lot of fun. We go off on a tangent or two from time to time, but it was a great discussion and let's get into it, shall we? To your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome everybody back into another Unrelated at Birth. As always, you've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams. Coming to you live and in living color from the top of the state of Alabama. That's right, in Madison, Alabama, in the Unrelated at Birth podcast studios. And as always, I have brought my friend along. From the I-4 corridor, from the House of Mouse, from St. Cloud, the one, the only, the phenomenal brother, Adam Joseph Russell. How are you, Dave? I am well, sir. How are you doing? I'm excited to talk a topic that's near near and dear to my heart, both geographically and financially. Are you going to be able to be uh, bipartisan and partial, or oh, we, are you? We've done to... this before. I guess I guess we didn't have the Disney no, we didn't. mix. No, it was all Disney last time. So it, it, maybe we should intro the topic and John, and then we'll get into if I can be part bipartisan because no okay, one knows okay. what we're talking about technically. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. we also have our other friend along who has been on the show before. So, this is his second time on the show. Three more times, and you will be up there with Josh from the WDW Couple. <laughs> and you get a jacket, just FYI. And, and you get a jacket. From Travel Tips Tuesday, Travelmation Travel Agent, John Rogers. What's up, everybody? That is hard to say, John. <laughs> travel Tips Tuesday, Travelmation, Travel Agent. <laughs> I mean, you can make it as hard as you want, I guess. I, I don't know, but I usually just go by John, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Not the five T John, just John. No, yep. Looking Can we call you nickname though? Mr. Rogers, does that work? Go for it. <laughs> I'm good with that. Can we call you Fred? My son's uh, name is Fred. Is it really? Yeah, and, and get this. So speaking of universal Harry Potter stuff, you know what his middle name is? George. George. Frederick George is his name. I love it. I like it. I yeah. like it. In my in my it. son, my first name is actually William, so we have a my son is Will Rogers. So you've got a Fred Rogers and a Will Rogers in the same family. Nice. <laughs> okay, I love that actually. That that so, needs to that should have been like his double name or something like that. Yeah. So anyway. So. All right, so what are we here for, gentlemen? We have an attraction pickoff. It's March. And so in the spirit of March Madness, this is the first of a series of episodes that will have a bracket format, like a pick kind of format. This time we're doing Universal Attractions versus Disney Attractions to see who wins the I-4 throwdown. And that's why you see Interstate 4 on my green screen tonight. If you are on the live here. Uh, actually, we have a question here for you, John. Was your son named after Fred Rogers? No. No. And uh, it... you there? Hang on a second. Sorry, I'm getting audio from like two different places for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> uh -oh. no. uh, his his name was not Fred Rogers. Uh, like it, book is after the Fred Rogers. We just happened to like the name Fred, and then we like the name George. Two, and then we just kind of put them together. It's like, oh, hey, that's the name of the Weasley twins from Harry Potter. Oh, hey, that's the name of, you know, Mr. Rogers, the Mr. Fred Rogers. So, nice. yeah, that's that's great. Now you just need a dog named Buck and you're in shape, man. Yeah, I mean, we do. We can, you know, have another kid named him Roy. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, can you? No, 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 we wouldn't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are here to start off our bracket challenge with Universal versus Disney. Now, we did have, oh, Vance Cope said, that's not I-4. Not enough construction or cars at a standstill. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's no cars on there. Yeah. Um, so we did have four play-in games decided earlier today. Adam, do you have Facebook pulled up where you can share the screen? Because you were going to do a lot of screen sharing tonight. I can. Give me one second. Yeah, if you can pull up Facebook... We had the four play-in games on Universal, on the actual Universal side. The first one was Race Through New York and Let's Minions. Get, this is, yeah, this is going to be whichever order they're probably scrolling in. Yeah. I can keep going back and forth until you, I find it if you want me to. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I did. There was Tester. There was Disney. Here, Here we go. So right. Race Through New York got eight votes, and Despicable Me Minions Mayhem got 12 votes. Well, that's not what I voted for. So, um, <laughs> Despicable Me is can, the first winner of the play-in game. Can, can we chat that just for one second? Be real brief with these. But have either of you? You've done both of them, Dave, right? Oh yeah. Have you done both of them, John? No, I've just done uh, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Yeah, for me, the Jimmy Fallon thing is like zany, and I know minions are too. But like when the panda throws you to the moon, it kind of loses me, I think. Because then it's not a race through New York. It's a race off the planet. Like, yeah, you go underwater and you go underwater. I don't know. It just kind of loses me in that part. I, I like it overall. I like the Easter eggs of his family being in there. 
they're right. hidden in the corner, you know, and stuff like that. I like it. But Minions is just, they carry through that whole heartwarming, like, it's the anniversary of when you adopted us. And that's one of the things I like about Despicable Me in the first place is See, just to focus on family. So Minions to me is always in the place where I saved Elroy Jetson. That yeah, was the, the ride system so much better now. It's the same ride. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, and, and Jimmy Fallon. It's exactly the kinda... same ride system as Jimmy Fallon, though. Like exactly. It, it is. It is. But Jimmy Fallon's is kind of a newer idea. Yeah, I like the pre-show being the rap, the safety rap, and all that stuff. But right. Exactly. I still got to give Despicable Me the edge myself. All right. So yeah. go to the other Universal Play-in game. All right. It is the oh, Seuss Trolley. Not troll, but trolley train ride and um, cat in the hat. And I'm very disappointed with these results. It wasn't even close. It was 13 to six. I'm actually very shocked that you voted cat in the hat, given oh, your I love disdain cat for cat in the hat. Well, you know, it's, it's a disdain that is there because of the fun that it creates. So that's true. But we, every time I ride that, my kids make me scream through the whole ride. Every time we see them like, ah, like acting like I'm scared of them and stuff. So yeah, well, and but the, tro- the trolley ride is a great view of, of Iowa. That is very true. But given that one side of it is about Mulberry Street, we see how long that lasts. But they'll probably change it very soon. All right. So I'm now being serious. Scroll... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be snarky. I'm being serious. Yeah, they'll, they'll change it very soon. So scroll up to the Disney side of the plan, and then we will get started on the regular stuff. All right. So Tower Terror versus Test Track, pretty close. With Tower of Terror 15, Test Track 12. All right. Are we having network issues again? I think so. I think we might be. Give me a second. Okay. Here, I'll pull up the last one. You guys can talk it real quick. Okay. So the last one we got here, uh, it was, unfortunately, TTA versus Skyliner. (laughs) And my beloved Skyliner only got four votes to 22 votes. So, John, what are, what, why, why did you do this to me? This was your game that you wanted us to do. I'm just saying, it just in my head, I was like, we got to get the people mover in there somehow, right? I mean, it's been in refurb for a little while, but even so, just, uh, I don't know. We, we, we got we got to get it up there. We got to represent Tomorrowland a little bit. And in my head, I was going, well, what can we put it against? So I just thought it would be kind of funny, you know? I just had this picture of the, the TTA people mover in Skyliner in, like, a cage match. I mean, just <laughs> dueling it out. So, yeah. you know. You know, they've, so let they've me turned get... some of those old um, gondola systems like that that aren't in use anymore. They've turned the gondolas yeah. into private restaurants now. So Yeah, private I've seen that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. At least there's a use for it's it if it gets cool. defeated. You know, Let me, let me get your opinion on this, this though. Is Skyliner a ride? Because I've had discussions with people uh, all day about this that say, oh, Skyliner is just a mode of transportation. It's so unique, though. Right. It's like the monorail. The monorail in itself is one of the things people love about Disney. I mean, the buses are convenient, but no one considers the bus an attraction. I would say the monorail, ferry boat, Skyliner, they're themed transportation. Like it's yeah. part of the, the show, you know? Yeah, I could agree with that. I'll agree with you there. All right, so let's get on to the bracket, Adam. Do you have right. everything ready? Yeah, to I'll go? tell everybody listening if you're if you're on the Facebook stream because we've added a few people. Go to kahoot.it, kahoot.it. It's down there in the in the scroll at the bottom. 
The code is 3359771, and you can vote along with us and let your voice be heard live on the show right now. So Kahoot.it, 3359771. You can see it down in the scroll, and it's on the listener page. All right, so let's get it going. Adam, let's get us with our first, hit us with the first of the brackets. We will start with the universal bracket, actually universal itself. Yep. Uh, the easiest one to start with is Gringotts versus the Minion Ride. All right, so as you can see right here, I've got text placeholder, but that's what the bracket looks like. So you can see Gringotts, Minions, Transformer versus Born. Mummy E.T. and Rip Ride Rocket versus The Simpsons. So this should be an interesting one on a couple of these. All right, so I'm going to share what the voting options are. Okay. So here for the first question are going to be the voting options. Red is Escape from Gringotts and blue is Minion Mayhem. So I'm going to start the Kahoot. You'll see a red or a blue pop up. These are the options for what we're voting on right now. So I'm going to start that now. Red is Escape, blue Minions. Yes. There's only one real answer for this, and that is Escape from Gringotts. You are actually riding the Harry Potter ride. I I don't see how anyone could vote for Minions in this. Is there any way anybody could vote for Minions over this? I I don't think you can, because what I like about Escape from Gringotts is it fits fairly seamlessly into the story of Half-Blood Prince. Right. Or is it Deathly Hollows 1? I can't remember which one. Anyway, it's I think Deathly Hollows. Deathly Hollows. Yeah. It fits into the story down to the yep. same way that the dragon climbs the wall at the end. The way it climbed in the movie is how it does it mm-hmm. in the ride. And I think that, you know, everybody always talks about Universal being a screen park instead of a physical effect park. Mm-hmm. I think this is one that, that actually is fairly screen based, but yep. it blends them pretty well. But I it's agree. a roller coaster, too. Exactly. Yeah. That drop at yep. the beginning, there's nothing quite like that. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So you're, right, you're so we, are we in agreement? I think we're all in agreement. Yes. Here. All right. So we got all six answers. Oops. See, I've already <laughs> messed up. Sorry. So all six answers. It was Gringotts uh, unanimously. Okay. So now we've got number two up now, which is Transformers versus the Born Experience. And this is going to be a at Transformers is red. Born Experience is blue. Born yes. Experience is the old Terminator show building. building. I, I, I don't think I can vote for Born because it's a show. If, if we're talking just rides, I've got to vote Transformers here. Okay. What, what about you, Adam? I, I mean, I, this is a hard one for me because these are two of my favorites in the park. And I, I'm actually going to go with Born because the same reason we said with Gringotts it's a fairly seamless yep. connection of the technology with the physical effects yep. and the way that, and having been in digital displays is my pre, in my previous job, the way that they did that, the technology is literally out there on the cutting edge of anything that anybody's using right now in that, in that field. And so, um, I, I'm going to go for born on this one as much as I love transformers. My kids would kill me, but, <laughs> but I John, love the born experience. I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Adam on this because I mean, something about the seamless interaction of the, the screen-based technology, but you've also got live actors, you know, up there doing their thing and just kind of with the fight sequences and all this stuff. I mean, it it has more of a real feeling than I think any of the other screen-based uh, attractions do. So yep. it may not be a ride per se, but it is an extra. It, it is an attraction, and um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. 
Yep. All right. So I'm outvoted. What do our uh, listeners have on so the Kahoot? It's in the live vote is four for Transformers and two for Born Experience. Mm. So it's four to two, barely shifted that way, and it's three to two or two to one shifted that way. So it's basically a tie between all of us combined. <laughs> so um, what do we do? Well, I, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Hold I on. got an idea. Dave's right. What a great idea, Dave. No, we're going to try this. He's going to ask his wife. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, Blair asked me if she was safe from tiebreakers tonight. I told her yes, so hopefully Amanda's game. So I got a question for you, honey. We got a tiebreaker. You're on air, by the way. Um, Transformers, the ride versus the Jason Bourne experience. If you haven't seen it. What? I've never done either. You've done Transformers. All right, fine. Let me see if I can oh, get Blair. I remember doing it. It's been many years. See, then that, that's why you need to go with Bourne. If she doesn't even remember Transformers. Uh, Bourne, is, uh, Bourne is also okay. newer and has been running ask Blair. for that I long. I can't help you on this one. All right, Adam's going to call Blair. Right. I just called it for Bourne. Man. All right, love you. Love you. Bye. Okay, so I, I, I can admit defeat here, and we'll go with Bourne. Yeah, I think that's what we got to do. Sorry, okay. audience. <laughs> just for once i want you to know the audience came with me on this one they did that's true that's <laughs> which true. is shocking all, <laughs> all right, right what's next round three this one i think is going to be fairly easy for most but it's going to be hard for me round three is mummy versus et for those on kahoot mummy is the red option et is the blue option and we're opening it up right now i've got issues with this one because et is so nostalgic the See? mummy is such an awesome ride um I'm going to be shocking here and go with E.T. Because E.T., me, it, it was an opening day ride for Universal. I've got to go E.T. John, what you got? Uh, I'm going to have to go Mummy. I mean, I'll be honest. Mm. I just think E.T. is a little dated. And even though Mummy's been around a little while, too, I just, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Mummy is probably the more relevant attraction today versus, versus E.T. Okay. Yeah. Nothing against I, I, it. Great, great film. You know, Spielberg, love it, all that. But anyway. I can understand that. It, it's like, though, trying to pick between Carousel of Progress and Space Mountain, right? I mean, two completely different rides. Yeah. But one has that strong nostalgia factor. I mean, even the smell sure. of E.T. in the queue is mm-hmm. famous. Yeah. You know, but at true. the same time, people quote the mummy. Oh, don't go that way. It's cursed. You know, I mean, the beginning yeah. of it, you know, and all the UO groups and all that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah. it's a tough one. I have to go with E.T., though. Um, because it Ooh. is the original one. Every time I come over the hill and the guy says, hold it right there, what's going on? Whoa! It just, it's so bad that it's good. I can't help yeah. it. <laughs> so what's, what do the Cahoots have? The Cahoots, I'm going to go ahead and skip. We've gotten five out of six. Oh, there's the sixth one. Four for E.T., two for the Mummy. All right, so we got to go E.T. Yeah. Vance Cope yep. says E.T. all day. Facebook user says ride the experience. I agree. All right. So I'm updating the bracket with E.T. All right. And so now we've got, this is the 2-7 matchup, right? Yep. Round four, Rip Ride Rocket versus the Which Simpson is, Ride. Rip Ride Rocket is red. Simpsons Ride is blue. I'm going to start this off and say the Simpsons Ride is irrelevant because that should always be Back to the Future. So Rip Ride <laughs> Rocket wins Agreed. by default. <laughs> you Agreed. know what? I can't argue with that too much. I Moving really on. do miss Back to the Future, the ride. Yeah, Rip Ride Rocket that. just puts a smile on your face, too. I just, you know, it, it's yeah. just fun. 
What, yeah. what I like about Rip Ride Rocket is the secret song menu. Yeah. Mm. That you don't have to stick with that. You can actually, like I go every time is um, U2's Vertigo every single time. Because like, like at the beginning when he's doing that Uno, Dos, Tres, Catorze, that Catorze is right when you go over the hill. And it's, uh, it's oh, pretty cool. darn near perfect. So yeah. I got to go with Rip Ride too. All right, and it's, so, that was a quick one. So it's six zero Rip Ride Rocket. They've already all voted, <laughs> so that's pretty definitive. Yep, we got Rip all Ride. Right. All right, Rip so now let's let's go into we'll we'll play this one out until the final four here for Universal. So let's go and do the second round matchup. All right, let me update these really quick. So this is Gringotts mm-hmm. and Born, and, and so I think we all know where on I'm. Kahoot. That's what you got. I'm going to skip to that question. You can vote now. Yep. Uh, real quick, Vance Cope says, I love The Simpsons, but I can only write it once every few trips. Only Sim that gives me a headache. RRR is fun. Don't yet the hate. I think he's saying don't get the hate. Like, I don't think okay. a lot of people like it. Okay. And then Carrie says, love The Simpsons. RRR is just too good. RRR. RRR. Anyway, so the semifinal number one is Green Guts in red. Born in blue, uh, there's no discussion here. Born shouldn't even be here. Mm. Green guts all the way. John, what do you think? Uh, green guts, hundred percent. I just think it, I, I love. I'm a big fan of live entertainment. Mass, like I just think there's something about it. Um, it you talk about that for a long time, but I think there's something about how green guts is. Um, not just an attraction that you walk by and you go in, but how it's part of the immersive experience of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and how it blends seamlessly into Diagon Alley. So it's it's like you walk into Diagon Alley. It's not like, ooh, big, massive show building. It's, you know, the dragons on top, the whole bit. But I just, you know, all around the whole story experience, theming, ride system, it's great. Love it. I agree. And our, and our viewers, listeners do too. It's four to one right now for um, for who Gringotts. voted for board over Gringotts. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not in. I'm not in there, so I didn't. But I have to agree because the born thing suffers from um, the old like '90s theme park trope of "Hey, all of you, you'll do. Come on, you're a recruit. Let's train you now." And it's just, uh, you know, it's like if it was just a stunt show like Indy where you sat down and you watched some really cool yeah. things happening. I think I would like it a lot more, but it's like you, they try to make you make this mental leap behind the story. And it's like, mm -hmm. sometimes there just doesn't have to be a story. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's like, you all love Jason Bourne. Come on, let's go see him kick some people's butt, you know? So, yep. so yep. All right. All right. Gringotts wins. Gringotts it is. All right. So now you've got semifinal two and red will be ET and blue will be rip ride rocket. And yes, so that's how you spell it. Yes, I know. This is going to be my first. Uh, Et is green is red, Rip Ride is blue. Yes. This is my first upset of the bracket. I think Et is strong here because of the nostalgia factor. I'm going Et over Rip Ride Rocket. I, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you there. Um, again, you never would get rid of, rid of Carousel of Progress, and even though you know they've even announced that Barney's never reopening. There have been hints that the same thing's going to happen to Curious George. So everybody's talking about what that gonna, is going to happen to that land back there. Mm. But in all of the rumors, E.T. is still there. Yep. You can't do anything with that ride building without having a minor revolt on your hands. So I'd say E.T. also. John? Um, I, I love the excitement of Rip Ride Rocket and you know the music, all that kind of stuff. But 
I think it's I think it's a little bit limited in its appeal, to put it that way. So it's it's sort of a it's sort of a thrill junkie ride sort of yeah. thing. ET is not that way. It appeals to I think a lot of people of all ages. You know, I love the story again, going back into the theming part of it, uh, all of that. So you know, even though yes, it is a little bit dated, I think there's some to be something to be said for that. Um, great story, great attraction. Yeah, I'd go with ET for okay. sure. All right, ET it is. What, so what, the, wait, what about the cahoots? What cahoots? Oh, it was four to one for ET. Sorry. Really? Four to one for ET. Not even close. That shocks me. So now the winner for the universal side of the the park, it's ET versus Gringotts. Um, you can vote now. Gringotts is e- red again. ET is blue. John, I'll let you start being the guest. I'm going to have to go Gringotts. Like, again, I love E.T., nothing against it. But I think, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, um, how Gringotts is part of the wider experience with Harry Potter. It's the only, you know, really major attraction in the Diagon Alley side of things. And it's just something that, that just pulls you into that story and, you know, lets you experience being part of that part of the Harry Potter, you know, franchise. And it was extremely well done as far as the, you know, like we were saying earlier, the merging between the screen, the ride attraction, the ride system, all of that. And not just like, again, it's like when you wick in, you walk, you know, you're walking through the bank, you go through the spiral staircase and the whole bit. Like, I just, I love it. I think, I think it's a great attraction. And uh, again, I think it has a slightly wider appeal than ET does uh, today. So, yeah. I, I can't disagree with you. I, I, I want to vote for <laughs> E.T. Yeah. I really do, just because of the nostalgia factor. But the moment you walk into Diagon Alley, you see this massive dragon. Yep. And it's something that you, that for me, I, we've talked about it on this show before. I, I poo poo Universal a lot. Because I, I, they don't have the same Imagineer. Hey, you're not supposed to agree with me. They don't have the same Imagineers that Disney does. They they don't have that. It's Walt true you Disney. do. Not not that you're right. It's true that you do. Okay. They they don't have that Walt Disney background. But walking into Diagon Alley, it's a Disney esque park. Part of the park, and and, and ET is Peter Pan. For all those who have listened to top of the world you know i'm not a big fan of the peter pan ride either uh so i've got to go gringotts on this one adam what you got i i agree if you guys can hear me it looks like my wi-fi is having problems today but i um i agree i i I hate to say it because one is the future of the park and what it staked its future on what is what it actually became it's like the one that brung you right always dance with the one that brung you i think my my main thing with et is that they've allowed certain parts of it to fall into disrepair and have let mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, there've been times where Carousel of Progress had those problems Yep. Um, where his hand at one point when he was holding the fan in one of the more modern scenes, his hand was huge because they've just got just bandaid and, and, and spit and bailing wire for so long, you know, that it's just those kinds of things just don't work anymore. I think they've let ET get there. So I'm going to say green gets too. Um, yep. but it's with a little bit of sadness in my heart because if there's anybody listening who knows ET, that when you say "Welcome home," you don't hear "You've arrived" immediately. <laughs> I mean, it just goes with it, the whole thing. Yeah, I can almost yeah. quote the whole ride. 
But but I think Gringotts is where they're going, and I think it's right. And, and you know, Dave, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, most of the people that designed the Wizarding World were hired away from Imagineering, so that's probably why it feels that way. Yeah, yeah. well, see, I, I, you've told so, me that story before, so I knew it. Yeah, that's um, why. So Carrie says, if Twister was on here, it wouldn't even be close. I don't know if I can agree with that. Yeah, I don't know that I can either. I, Twister was good, yeah. but um, it, it's one of those sentimental goods, though, at the same time, yeah. kind of like E.T., you know. Yep. And then Vance said, Gringotts is what E.T. would have been if the technology was available at the time. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I can see let's, that update, too. let's update E.T. then. Let's update E.T. Yep. then. Let's put some money into it. You know? Agreed. And so on yep. the Kahoot, it was three to two for Gringotts. Oh. So Gringotts is the Universal Studios overall winner. That, that's not a shocker. All right. So let's go into Universal Islands of Adventures. Okay, so the first one here, round one, and I'll open it up for voting now. Hagrid's motorbike adventure in red versus Seuss's sky trolley in blue. There's... I mean, I, I should have made the voting on this one 20 seconds because is there anybody really who's going to go <laughs> for the trolley? No, I, John, do we have to go to all three of us? Let's just say Hagrid's immediately because it's the best yes. roller coaster. Yep, so it's absolutely incredible solid experience yeah Hagrid's wins what's right, going to vote you want me to just skip it and see what the results are <laughs> so it was all right we got four folks actually one person voted for Seuss can you guys hear please me? tell me that's a joke mm. please tell me that's a joke I, I think I think they probably just voted for Seuss just to be contrary to us if I had to guess no <laughs> all right so Hagrid's wins um, what's the second round? What's the next, uh, next game, next matchup? All right. The next one is Spider-Man in red versus Dr. Doom in blue. Two nearing attractions in the same land. Hmm. All right, Adam, I don't know if your screen share is caught up, but, um, I, I've, Y'all know my disdain for the Spider-Man ride. <laughs> if you've listened to Top of the World, Spider-Man. you know I do I do not like the Spider-Man ride. But I also do not like Doctor Doom's Fearfall. So I'm going to vote Spider-Man here. I would yep, I would too. Again, I just I think it's too while uh, Spider-Man I think has its shortcomings in in, in a few different ways. Um, I think the overall storying experience of Spider-Man is better than Fearfall. Yeah. So. Can you guys hear me now? Am I doing okay now? Okay. All right, yeah, you're so doing fine. I'm gonna, I love Dr. Doom. I love the anticipation at the front end. Um, it's a lot like a rack, ac, what is it? Acrophobia. Agoraphobia. Six Flags. No, a- acrophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Six Flags, yeah. you know. But, uh, but I agree, Spider-Man, the, the, the Easter eggs, and the way it actually makes you feel at certain parts, the way the set moves mm-hmm. and stuff, like you are falling. I can get behind Spider-Man, so I'll go with you guys on that. And the Kahoot yeah. was two to one for Spider-Man, so Spider-Man okay. wins that round. And, and Carrie says, Spider-Man is so good, how can you hate it? I, I have just never liked screen rides. If, if I get my choice, I don't, I don't ride them. And, and Vance, I said Transformers, I like Transformers over Jason Bourne. I don't, Transformers isn't one that I say, oh my gosh, I have to ride it. So, eh. All right. Eh. Okay. Anyway, all right. Round three for Islands of Adventure is Forbidden Journey in the Wizarding World 
or Kong Skull Island? John, what you got? Um, I have not. So we, I was back in Universal uh, back in January, and I'll be honest, that was my first time back in the Universal Parks in quite a while. And I, I did both of these attractions, and uh, one of them um, made me feel sick to my stomach for a while. And I think you probably know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of them, I just didn't really care for it. Um, and the one that made me stick to my stomach was Forbidden Journey. And uh, later to find out that apparently there are more protein spills on that attraction than any other attraction <laughs> in Universal Parks. Code V. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, and Kong School Island, I just, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't get into it. I mean, okay, experience and everything, but um, I just, I like Forbidden Journey a little bit better. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. I, I, to me, this isn't even close, Forbidden Journey. I see Vance Cope over here saying Kong, 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 Kong. Uh, but I, I got to go Forbidden Journey here just because I enjoy the ride it takes you on. Mm. You get to actually walk into the castle itself yep. and be, and go through all of Dumbledore's rooms. Right. You get to see the, the sorting hat. Right. You, you get it, it, It's... To me, that's Harry Potter. Sure. Uh, forbidden journey. Easy. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, the old trope about, like they say it at the end of the Simpsons ride, foolish earthlings, don't you know, all rides must end at the gift shop. It even fits the gift shop at the end into the ride. Mm -hmm. And that that's all the stuff that Filch is confiscated, you know, right. So it all just seamlessly fits. So as much as I think that <laughs> my main complaint about forbidden journey is it's like Harry Potter's greatest hits. It's like, wow, we went to a Quidditch match yeah. and then suddenly it's nighttime in the Forbidden Forest. And then, wow, yeah. look at that. We're in the Great Hall and there's a dragon. It's like, oh, and it's caving in. Why all of a sudden is it caving in? You know, it's like, they, what all are all the things we would want somebody to be able to do in two mm -hmm. and a half, three minutes? And they yep. crammed them all in there, even though if, if it doesn't make sense. But yep. you walk into Hogwarts, you walk through the castle, you see the classrooms, the sorting hat. You can't beat that experience. So, yep. Forbidden Journey. And Carrie says, that's so tough. Kong is great, but FJ is the most intense and, intense and immersed experience I've ever ridden. I can agree with that, too. Okay. What did the Cahoots say, Adam? Uh, it, was, it was overwhelming for Forbidden Journey. Mm. All right. So now we get to the 2-7 matchup, I believe. Yes. So this is going to be the Incredible Hulk Coaster against Jurassic Park River Journey. Incredible Hulk is red. Jurassic Park is blue. Yep. I've got to go Incredible Hulk here. It's probably one of my favorite roller coasters ever. Um, just the way it starts, it just mm -hmm. it's intense from the moment you say go. Uh, Hulk all the way. John, what do you think? It's again, again, it's another one that just kind of puts a smile on your face. It's fun, um, thrilling, and I mean, for me. You know, I'm big on theming and story, but uh, which would kind of push me towards Jurassic Park River. But um, the Hulk coaster, I mean, there's, yeah, it's one of the reasons I think a lot of people, when you say, hey, what's your favorite attraction at Universal? This is one of the ones that always comes up in conversation. Sure. So, yeah, I have, I have good sentimental feeling about both of them. Jurassic Park is one that Aiden has gotten to like recently. Emma will get on it every now and then, too. So it's our one of our current favorites. But I'll never forget the first time I rode Hulk, and it didn't click with me that you launch. Don't know why. I don't know if I didn't see it or what. I think we were there right at Park Open, but it didn't. It, that that just feeling of it's like that rock and roller coaster kind of thing is, is great. So I'm going to go with Hulk on this one too. But 
I can say Jurassic Park, again, to your point, it feels walking through that queue the same as Kilimanjaro Safari does, Mm -hmm. and that you're actually at a game reserve of some sort. They really did a good job with that, but that's another one that they've let just fall into disrepair. So. Well, they're starting to uh, to fix it up. I think I saw somewhere. Yeah, once they get the Velocicoaster done, they will. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. That Carrie makes sense. says, yep. "Yeah, Carrie says Jurassic Park all day, the best boat ride that exists anywhere." I agree with that. Once they fix up the effects, it'll be that way. Yep. <laughs> right now, Kahoot? it's just. What's the Kahoot score? Oh, Kahoot was overwhelming. Uh, Seventy-five, twenty-five um, percent Hulk versus Jurassic Park. So Hulk moves forward. All right. So now we've got the second round here for IOA. We do, and this is going to be Hagrid's versus Spider-Man. All right. Uh, and I'll so open the voting now. Hagrid's will be in red. Spider-Man will be in blue. Uh, John, what do you got? Hagrid's. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> One word. And yeah. scene. <laughs> uh, to me, it's no explanation. Hagrid's is the best roller coaster in existence right now so yeah, Hagrid's yeah. I agree too with Hagrid's um I, I actually ahead, had some people spoil I actually had some people spoil um some parts of it for me that I wish they would have not have told me before I went on it um but it was just yeah amazing yeah. experience got to do it got to do it twice in one day it was great oh wow yeah seeing yeah. my daughter's face on Hagrid's to me was one of the most ex- awesome theme park experiences yeah. I've ever had absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, you, you can't beat it. I, I think it's probably going to be hard to beat in any any comparison. But what they were able to pull off there, and you know they're using basically the same thing at Velocicoaster. Iowa is about to be for real in mm-hmm. terms of that kind of coaster game. So, yep, agreed. And it's all right. Seventy five twenty five again for um for who Hagrid. keeps so voting Spider Man? <laughs> who keeps voting for Spider Man? I don't know who you are right now. Please leave the listener group. Not really. Please don't. No, please stay. Please stay. <laughs> All right. Forbidden Journey versus versus Hulk. Uh, Hulk. So Forbidden Journey is in red. Hulk is in blue. Adam, go. Um, I'm going to go with Forbidden Journey on this. As much as I think Hulk is an iconic attraction, again, the Harry Potter stuff is what is driving this forward. Um, Hulk, I think you could have made a ride about any superhero or you could have made that a Superman roller coaster if you wanted to you can only do forbidden journey one way so i'm yep. going with forbidden journey i agree and by the way we found out it is vance cope voting for spider-man <laughs> nice and by the way the voting all four people have already voted it's closed out now 100 percent for forbidden journey there we yeah go. john do you have any is it Hulk well, or is I, it? no no no. it's 100 percent forbidden journey and but i would say if you're talking about just the ride experience itself hulk however when I'm thinking of the attraction, I'm thinking like the theming, the queue, like pr- the story from from moment one to to the moment you get off the ride. Yep. Um, Forbidden Journey has it in the can. So absolutely, yeah. Yep. Right. Forbidden Journey, there's no way you can go against it. Yeah. So we've got Harry Potter versus Harry Potter here. Exactly. Hagrid's versus Forbidden Journey. Mm. I'm going to start here, and I'm going to be probably the lone wolf. Uh, Hagrid's is red for Ben journey is blue while Hagrid's is the best roller coaster in existence right now. I would say forbidden journey is the best Harry Potter ride right now hmm. because of the, the immersion, because you're in Hogwarts, because you're part of a Quidditch match, because you see the spiders, because of all this stuff, 
Hagrid's takes you on one adventure. I think as a Harry Potter fan, Forbidden Journey is the best ride. So I'm going to go Forbidden Journey. All right, John? So I I see what Dave is saying as far as kind of getting bits and pieces of the whole Harry Potter experience, but I would have to absolutely disagree with him. Um, And I think that Hagrid's is better because, like again, going back to what I've been saying, the Q experience I think is great between both. There's nothing like going into kind of Hogwarts castle and seeing the, you know, pictures of um, past headmasters and all these different things and, uh, you know, Dumbledore's office and blah, blah, blah. But the Hagrid's queue also has some pretty neat things throughout it as well. It was extremely well done. Uh, it was detailed. I mean, it just kind of feels like once you get into the queue that you're in that part of kind of the Hogwarts area, you know, kind of you're on your way to, to Hagrid's hut. And then the ride experience itself is absolutely incredible. There's a ton of surprises in there. There's a ton of, there's all sorts of crazy theming. I mean, people, you know, just animatronics, everything merges very seamlessly. And when I get off of it, I don't feel like I'm going to throw up. So that's, that's a good point. I I can, I I can (laughs) see that as being a plus. I think we've lost Adam for the time being, Uh, but I, I, I can probably say with, 100% 100% confidence that his vote would be Hagrid's. Um, Adam, are you still are you still there, or have you are you still frozen? Can, can you hear me at all? Yeah, I've got you now. Can you hear me at all? I hear you, you guys. Yes. Okay. So it's two to two. Say that you again, Adam. You, you see, it was two right. to two. It's two to two on the Kahoot. So I'm the tiebreaker. Oh gosh. And so I'm going with Hagrid's. Like I said, Forbidden Journey, if it was a cohesive storyline that probably even tied in a little bit more to one of the movies or stood on its own as like Rise of the Resistance tries to as a standalone adventure, I would probably go for it. I think that Hagrid's builds on what we've already seen. It provides you glimpses into Mm. parts of of the campus you have never seen before. It takes you beyond Hagrid's hut and some of the right elements and the way that it moves you, I won't give. Somebody said he hasn't written it. Carrie hasn't written it, so I won't. I won't. Uh, yes. Won't spoil anything. But some of the ways that it moves you are something that theme parks don't do that often. And yep, I, right. I, I, Hagrid's is the ride that when I go, if I don't do it, I feel disappointed. Yep. So. Yep. And and Carrie does say. All of this will be mute in three months when Velocico- <laughs> Velocicoaster opens. That's not necessarily <laughs> untrue. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So do do we want to do the first Final Four game? Uh, no, that, I don't have it in that order. So Okay. Well, we'll do it in the order you've got. We'll do it live. Yep. The next is going right. to be Disney Bracket 1. So here we so go. let's go ahead. The Final Four, just prepare everybody if you're playing at home, is Harry Potter. Yeah. Hagrid's versus Gringotts. Yep. All right. Let's go to Disney. All right. The first Disney Bracket we've got, it's a mismatch. There's no, like definite split but the first one i'll open up the voting now is going to be flight of passage or kilimanjaro safaris flight of passage is the red option kilimanjaro safaris is the blue option john what do you got so i think for some this would be a very easy answer 
Um, I tend to overthink things sometimes, especially when it comes to to, to Disney attractions. Uh, the sheer the sheer scale of the Kilimanjaro safaris is absolutely incredible. Just thinking that you could fit, um, you know, all of I think all the theme parks, all the other three theme parks inside of the savannah. I mean, it's that massive um, is is just mind blowing to me. And all the all the technical aspects that go into the ride vehicles. Yes, they're trucks. But you got to think about kind of communication between everybody that's going on, watching the animals, and all these different things. There's a lot of stuff that the uh, the the drivers have to, you know, cast members have to know and be able to spiel out. It's not just loading you on something and then you're on your way. Uh, it's not coming up with or you know rehearsing, uh, um, you know, horrible puns of dad jokes that you get over it at jungle cruise or whatever i mean there's 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 and i love jungle cruise nothing against i was about that. to say careful there john but, but no, no 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 i'm not saying that but i love dad jokes like i, lo- I love i love a good pun um but i'm just saying there's there's something very different uh about that experience and all the detail that went in it i mean that was you know one of uh one of joe Rody's pet projects and that's just you know something amazing about that flight of passage um the ride system absolutely mind-blowing experience i mean just the way it works and the way they're able to get it i mean thinking about to when it first opened and the ride system's constantly overheating and you know yada 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 so it just if i had to pick between the two uh it would be it would be almost a 50 50 split for me but i would have to give you know, I, I like to think at the end of the ride, just sort of the the smile on your face, sort of like that that sort of feeling that you go, yeah, that that was fun. Like I'm 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 in a you know I'm better for having done that. I guess I'm gonna have to say flight of passage. Um, it's just something that's just mind blowing me, wow. mind blowingly amazing about it to me. That the two, the ride, the uh, I mean, just just seeing the um, the Navi floating in the tank where you're going through the two. It's like how do they like how's it even like how's it happen i mean the pre-show a little bit cheesy but um the overall experience yeah 100 percent. all right by a passage i've got to go and vote with my kids here the the look on my girl's face when they see the elephant a football field away from Notice how I said that? A football field away from the truck. <laughs> nice. A, or a when they row tide. A roll tide. <laughs> or when they see the dead. Or, or or when they see the lions or, or when they see the crocodiles or I've got a vote for Kilimanjaro Safari. This is probably gonna be my only eight one upset of this entire uh the entire bracket. I love Flight of Passage. But Kilimanjaro Safari is the reason I go to Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So Kilimanjaro. One of the genius, um, before Everest came along, one of the genius pieces of theme park design was a lot of times the headliner attractions towards the front. When Mm -hmm. they built Animal Kingdom, they put it all the way in the back to get everybody sucked in and branched off and get all that. So not only just the the Savannah design, but the thought of where they put it to. I mean, Mm -hmm. you had to put it back there because it's so big. but. But the way they are able to give the illusion of open fields, mm-hmm. but yep. none of those animals could actually interact unless they are intended to interact. Yep. Um, you could probably have a lot of people argue whether or not that should be the case, but 
I'm going to have to go with Kilimanjaro Safaris. I like Flight of Passage. I've done it once. I haven't really had a hankering to go back and, and do it again. And I think if, if it's in a different park, I don't know that the line would be as long or the demand would be as much. I think it's the headliner, one of the headliners for DAC, which is what drives a lot of the demand. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with Safaris. And Cahoots broke three to two in um, support of Safaris as well. Wow. So it's okay. going to be an 8-1 upset for KSR. All right. Kilimanjaro wins the first Disney one. All right. What we got? What's the next one? The next one up is the Battle of the Mountains. Mountains. Space Mountain versus Splash Mountain. Space is red. Splash is blue. I've got to go. Yeah, I've got to go space here. One, because of my loyalties to Huntsville. (laughs) And two. Think about that. Yeah. Because Splash Mountain is going to be changing very soon, and we don't know what we're going to get. So I've got to go Space Mountain here. Splash Mountain's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Space Mountain. Um, after riding Hyperspace Mountain, though, in California, mm. it has spoiled me forever. And yeah. until, and uh, as, a, as a cast member, and, you know, I have to love it, right? But as a guest, if they don't gut it and replace it with something like Hyperspace Mountain, which might mm-hmm. be a moot point once Tron opens anyway. Yep. Um, it's just the load system is different. The effects are different. The music is immersive. Space Mountain is one of those sentimental classics with the floating chocolate chip cookie and everything. But um, I'm going to have to go with Splash. I think the length of Splash, the detail in Splash, the way that they've been able to keep Splash after all these years operate just as well as it always has. And when you come out into the load zone, it's that little hollow. It looks like it's actually you know a feature. Yeah. It's just that I'm, I'm going to have to go with Splash overall. Damn. What you Oof. got, John? So, um, I was thinking one way, and then now, now I'm feeling conflicted. Y'all are bad influences. <laughs> no. Um, so, but we're let's, so let's balanced pop. that we have him conflicted, Dave. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Space Mountain. So, there's nothing like going on an attraction with the lights on, feeling like you're going to get your head chopped off. I mean, I just, I'm just saying. There's, there's just, there's, there's just something about that. Like, I don't. I'm assuming you guys have probably done that at least once at some point. Yeah. Oh, Riding space mountain with the lights on. So, uh, there's just something about doing that. Like, I just, you know, I, I like that. It was, it was actually my daughter's, my oldest. She's eight now. When she was six, she went on Space Mountain. That was her first ever roller coaster, and just had this look of utter terror in her face on the right attraction photo. It was great. <laughs> Like what we've saved, we bring it up in conversation all the time. It's awesome. Um, splash though, man, there's like all story stuff aside. It's, it's not just a log ride. You know, that last drop is fun. Uh, it's a great attraction to go on on a hot day because usually, which is, you know, it's hot 11 and a half months out of the year in Florida. So, uh, it, you know, you, you might get soaked, but you'll be dry, you know, you'll be dry and, uh, and not too long thereafter. And yeah. I just, I have a lot of fun with that. So like with this one, I just I have a lot of, I have a lot of trouble. Like I'm, I'm going back to uh, sort of Adam, what, what you were saying about hyperspace mountain versus, versus what we have here. Uh, I would take hyperspace mountain over uh, space mountain in, uh, in Florida, hands down. I mean, some of the overlays they do there and mm-hmm. uh, everything are just so much fun. Uh, but as far as like, these two specifically, I would have to go splash. Yeah. 
I've walked the track with the lights on, John. You're not going to get your head chopped off. I promise. No, I, I know. I, I know. I know. There's, <laughs> you're not gonna have it it just off. gives you, it's part of, it's part of that. Like space mountain people think, Oh, it's so fast. It's not really that fast. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's an illusion in, in all that. So, which is great. I mean, that was, that's exactly the stuff that they were able to pull off yeah. yep. back in the day, you know, but mm-hmm. now with technology that I think it's yep. due for an upgrade, but um, yeah, and I so agree. The, I mean, yeah. At the least cahoots. replace the track or something. Sure, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the cahoots broke four to one for Splash Mountain. Really? So yet another upset. This is only a five four, but still an upset. So it's Splash Mountain uh, overtaking Space Mountain. All right. Well, then what's our? Uh, what is it? Three six. Three six is this was one of the play-ins led to Tower of Terror being put up against Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, depending on how you say it. If you don't say it Caribbean, you're wrong. All right, so Tower is red, Pirates is blue. I don't know how you can go with anything other than Tower, and I might have a little bit of a bias here just because my daughter's first thrill ride was Tower of Terror, and that's the one we have to do at any Disney trip is Tower of Terror now. And so I have this this love because that's what Ellie wants to do with me all the time. She hates pirates because it's a dark ride. She hates dark rides. Um, (laughs) Go figure. She likes tower, but she hates pirates. Um, I got to vote tower here. Okay. John? Um, I have an even greater bias than Dave because I was a bellhop for a little while. So um, I I didn't know if y'all knew that or not. So yeah, I I did not know that. That's awesome. I was was a bellhop. I've got a, I've got a horrible, I've got one picture of me in my, in costume. Uh, that's a, just a bad picture. Otherwise, I would have sent it to y'all. So, um, yeah. So I, I would say, you know, even like that aside, um, it, it would be tough. I mean, Walt Disney had his hands on, uh, you know, different aspects of, of pirates, and um, even just thinking about all the 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 very complex nature of uh, the animatronics, and even just like with some of the changes and stuff over the years that it's been through. I mean, I, I love pirates. I do. Like, it's one of those that we got to go on every time. But I would give it to Tower just because I know I know more about the story behind it, how it came to be. I've had the chance to meet, interview, and hang out with one of the Imagineers that helped design the thing, um, at least come up with a concept of it. And um, just, yeah, it's it's been it's been an incredible experience. Side note. The same Imagineer that I'm speaking, talking about that, that worked on Tower of Terror also came up with the conceptual layout for Seuss Landing at Universal. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Huh. Near Wilson. So, Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, this one, this one's tough for me. I've, um, one of the, my most favorite things I've gotten to do in 18 years at Disney was a project that we worked with Imagineering on. Um, and it was actually one of the guys who was building these simulations was, he's the one that designed the, you know, it used to just drop like once or twice. And then they moved to that Tower of Terror 2 where it went up and down multiple times and that kind of led to where it is today. He, he designed that ride system, like the, the logic to make it go up and down like mm-hmm. randomly like that. Yeah. But we built 3D simulations of rides and for pirates, they they, took and simulated like fluid dynamics for the boats and how they moved mm-hmm. based off the weight of the guests and everything. That's really and cool. so I've had something to wow. do with both of those for that same project. And as sentimental as pirates is for me, I think tower, just what you're able to pull off there yeah. um, is, is um, probably going to push it over for me. 
hate it for pirates, but I'm going to go with tower as well. And the Kahoot was um, 75-25 for, for tower. So, All right. The clear, I will the also winner. add one more, one more anecdote. The scariest ride attraction experience I've ever had at Walt Disney World <laughs> was as a cast member having to ride Tower of Terror after the parts closed with no music turning on, no music on, <laughs> and the lights on at the same time to make sure the attraction was functioning properly. Nice. Um, just, I have no, and there was no, like nobody in the queue. It was just like me and like two other people in the whole, whole deal. And it was, you mean you were the guinea pig to see if it worked? Yeah. I was the, I was the low guy on the totem pole. Sure. So sure. Yeah. Uh, The only thing you could hear in the whole park is. "Eh." Yeah. pretty Ah, distance. Who is that? Ah. Who is that? What is that noise? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's great. Next up, we got round four, big thunder mountain versus the seven dwarfs mine train. Big Thunder is in red. Seven Dwarfs is in blue. For those of you who have been around for a long time listening to the old Sideline Warning Show, Big Thunder was the winner of the last time we did a Disney bracket like this. And um, And it's probably a fascinating study in how seeding impacts that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Because for me, Seven Dwarfs Mind Train is a seven seed. That's pretty... That that opens them up to be able to to knock someone off. Yeah. So... I like Seven Dwarfs over Big Thunder. Just saying. I prefer how the, the boat, or the boat, the <laughs> ride swings back and forth. So I'm going to go Seven Dwarfs here. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on that, Dave. I like the mesh of a roller coaster, but it's one that little kids can go on, and it has the yeah. dark ride aspect when you're going through the mines. And, you know, the projection technology they're using for the faces isn't that drastically different from Madame Leota back when they opened Disneyland or right. when opened Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. But the way that they're able to do it now, it, it actually looks like you're in an animated film. You yeah. know? And so um, I'm going to go with Seven Dwarfs as well on that one. Again, I, I love the um, the queue for Seven Dwarfs is great. Uh, as far as like, well, now, you know, they have signs all over them because you can't like spin the barrels and the jewels and stuff. They've got some yeah. of the lights and stuff turned off and, and whatever. But, um, it's, it's a, it's a fun experience, but for me, it's just too short. It's like for the amount of time that you spend waiting in line mm. for that ride it is too short. And I get the appeal of it, especially with young kids. It introduces them to kind of that snow white story and, um, just, I mean, it, it's, it's a classic, very, very, very highly embedded in Disney culture. Uh, I get the appeal of it hundred percent do, but as, as far as an overall, how I feel when I get off the attraction, um, big thunder mountain, hands down, it's just a fun thing to do. Mm. I love going on the attraction at night. Cause you can see Cinderella's castle in the background. Yeah. Um, even in yeah. the rain, like when they're running it, if it's not lightning outside, it's a fun attraction to be on. You know, it hasn't caught on fire to my knowledge like Seven Dwarfs did that one time. So, you know. <laughs> nice. So we're two to one. Um, and the audience broke three to two for Seven Dwarfs. All right. Big Thunder so loses. Big Thunder is not going to defend its title tonight. Nope. All right. So Vance Cope says Big Thunder Mountain, no question. Carrie says... Seven Doors Mine Train is the winner just for the mine shaft scene and everyone going, hi ho! <laughs> that is fun. That is fun. Yeah, that's a fun one for sure. All right. All right. So what's the next in the bracket, Adam? We got winner we're, one. We're starting. We're starting. Yes, the semifinal. So this is going to be. Let me scroll back up over here. Safari. 
versus Splash Mountain. Yep. So Vance says this is rigged and he wants a recount. <laughs> well, Vance, you can go back and listen to uh, Sideline Warning. It's still out there on Apple Podcasts, I believe, is it not? No, it's not. Oh, it's not? Dang it. Oh, well. Well, it won before <laughs> Vance. It won before. Stolen it might. Vance. Actually, hey, wait a minute. Still, it's still on the I Am Geek uh, Wait, Wait podcast. a second. Hang on. Hang on. Let me check my computer. My computer has a sticker on the back that says Dominion. There's the problem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right. All right. Jaros is in red. <laughs> Splash Mountain is in blue. What do we got? Mm, this is a tough one, guys. Yeah. Two long rides, two very highly themed rides, two immersive experiences. But with the safaris, it's a different ride every time you go on it. That is, yeah, because the animals true. move. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But the animals so, move in Splash Mountain too. You know, left to right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dave. That was funny. <sighs> left, Dad Gum. You. Um, uh, okay, I'll start this one off. I'm I'm gonna go uh, with um, <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, with Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, that is the anchor of the whole idea behind what Animal Kingdom was supposed to be. That it wasn't a zoo where you walk by and you see the tiger pen and the lion pen. That you can actually see them in an, in an approximation of their natural habitat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kilimanjaro on this one. I think I'm gonna agree with you. I've got Kilimanjaro. Like I said before, uh, that was at one time my family's favorite ride at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I've got to go with Kilimanjaro. All right, John. Yeah. Absolutely, safaris all the way. Okay. And the audience broke 60-40 for Kilimanjaro there as well. So I, I so can guarantee you. So uh, this this Facebook user is my wife. Uh, she <laughs> could make a whole trip for the safaris. I guarantee you she is 100% saying that. She could ride that thing all day, every day. Nice. So. All right. Semifinal two for bracket one at Walt Disney World is... Tower of Terror versus the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Ooh. John, what do you got? I'll let you start here. <laughs> I mean, how much time do you have, Dave, to... to um, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, Tower um, of Terror, how do I love yeah. thee? Let me count the ways. Yes, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I'm... Yeah, Tower of Terror, hands down. I mean, that, that attraction was originally supposed to be an actual hotel attached to the front of the park hmm. um, when, when they were first talking hmm. about it back in the day. Um so it's just, yeah, just knowing what it involved into what it is now. Um, the fact you have elevator motors on the top and the bottom, like pulling you down faster than the acceleration due to gravity. It's, it's a different experience pretty much every time you go on there. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great ride. I absolutely love it. So much fun. All right, Dave. At Tower Terror. I mean, I, I love Seven Dwarfs. I, I do. I love what it means because that's something that's a ride that me and Ellie ride every time we go to Disney together. But Tower of Terror will always be that ride that that I see the just the light show up in Ellie's eyes. Mm-hmm. And to me, Tower of Terror will always be that ride. So Tower oh, yeah. of Terror yeah. wins here. I, I'm going to pick Tower of Terror, too, because one of the things that Disney does so well in situations like this is the, the making you believe that you're walking into an abandoned hotel. It, it, when I take, I've taken both of my kids on Hagrid's, neither of them believes we're going into the forbidden forest. 
Mm-hmm. Neither of them believes we're on a out of control motorcycle, you know, but when we go to the tower of terror, there have been a number of times we've had to turn around in the queue and go back because they really believe we're walking into yeah. something that's scary. And no matter how much you explain it to them, Disney pulled it off so well that you can't talk them, talk them yep. into it. So I'm going to go with tower of terror as well on that one. All right. What do the cahoots have? Uh, Kahoot broke three to one for Tower of Terror. All right. So the finals then have Safari and Tower of Terror. Mm. This is a tough one. I think think we're going to have to have an eight seed win this round. I've got Kilimanjaro Safari in red. Tower Terrors in blue for the Cahoots. I've got Kilimanjaro Safari just because it is a different ride every time you go mm-hmm. on it. You can get stuck by a rhino in the middle of the road. Hmm. Yep. Tower of Terror, while it might be, do you go up and down six times or do you go up and down seven times? Mm-hmm. It's still, you go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Okay. Yep. John? There is a complex live element that we've talked about. Uh, with with the safaris that you do not get with Tower of Terror, and for me, for that reason, um, I, I would I would go with it. Um, it's just it's it's fun. You can bring the whole family on it. Um, it's not something that yeah. It's just there, there are a number of different reasons. If I had to pick between the two, it would be the safaris. As okay. much as I love good old Tower of Terror. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But I think that with safaris, I even appreciated when when they started the nighttime safaries. Some of it didn't quite pan out the way you would expect it to, but the sunset aspect that they pulled off actually did kind of get you in that mode. But I think that there's there's more that you can experience and see and learn at safaris. It's kind of that Epcot aspect for me. If you can ride something, enjoy yourself, and possibly learn something along the way, then I'm always going to vote for that. So Mm. I'm going to go for safari as Uh, well. Now let's just say, back when normal Disney times pre-COVID, hopefully post-COVID. Sure. When you're doing the nighttime safari and you hear the fireworks at other parks, it takes you out of the safari well, mindset. That's just bad timing, yeah. Dave. Yep. Ride it at a different time. I rode it, one, we were in the savannah when when uh, all the fireworks were going off. And then we got around to the giraffes. They it's, were all sitting there at the at their gate, at the gate ready yeah. to go in to be ready. Yeah. No, it's oh, not, it was it's not you, fireworks. It? It was, it was yeah, with it you, was. wasn't it? It's not yeah. fireworks, though. It's poachers, and the giraffes are trying to escape. That's what it is. Simba won. Simba won. <laughs> anyway, so let's make, uh, this, let's make this interesting. Brad Toon says, Dave is just crimson red biased. Because huh, I voted for the sure. red. <laughs> so here, here's what's interesting. It's 80%, 20% for Tower of Terror. So Ooh. we all broke for Safari. The audience broke for Tower of Terror. But that would mean three to one. We're so, only giving the audience one vote. That's five people. Ooh. I think um, we have to flip a coin. I think, oh, or call Blair. All right, let me ask her. She's the tiebreaker. I'm, yep. I can text with her. Let's see. Safari or Tower. I could just say this, you know, as a family aspect, it's Safari. Sure. I know if if we called my wife, hands down, she'd say Safari. Oh, sure. So if Blair says Tower, then we're stuck again. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
She said Tower of Terror. Oh. Oh. I think we're going to have to flip a coin and let fate decide, guys. Yeah, we are. Does anybody got a coin with them? Yeah. All right. So Safari is heads, Tower is tails. Hey, Siri, <laughs> flip a coin. It's tails. So it's Tower of Terror moving forward. All right. right. Yeah. Amanda <laughs> says, don't call me. You know I picked Safari. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly That's why, why I didn't. Right? All right. So Tails won. Tower of Terror wins this round. All right. All right. So for bracket two, we're going to kick it off right now. Voting is open with Rise of the Resistance and the TTA People Mover. Rise is red. <laughs> TTA is blue, and this is probably the most lopsided matchup of any pickoff ever done. Rise is that ride that you said, if you, you know, like you said about IOA, if you don't get to ride Hagrid's, you're depressed. Yeah. If I don't get a, a boarding pass for Rise, I am super depressed. Uh, there's no way I could pick People Mover. I love People Mover, but Rise is the yeah. way to go. Yep. John, you agree? Absolutely. Um, People Mover is, it's a classic. It's uh, it's got that same sort of, not not quite sentimental feel that um, some of the other attractions at, at Magic Kingdom do. But it's you know it's been there. It's it's an iconic part of the experience. It takes you through and around you know Tomorrowland and everything. And it's a great attraction to go and kind of kick back and relax. They're two completely different attractions. Yeah, and I think just the the complex nature, the theming, the storying, all of it with Rise of the Resistance, um, yeah. And I, I don't I don't see the draw of that attraction going away anytime soon. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, no spoilers. Carrie has not ridden it. He will ride it in two weeks, hopefully. No worry, no no worries. I, I have to do People Mover every time I go to Magic Kingdom. It's a not it's now. A, you don't have to. Uh, well, yeah, but but Rise. I think it's the, it's like when they come out with the PS5. Part mm. of the popularity of the PS5 wasn't that it's a PS5; is that you couldn't get it easily. Mm-hmm. So everybody's freaking about the P, freaking out about the PS5 because you can't get your hands on one. It's the yep. same thing with Rise. You can't just walk in and do Rise every single time. And what I think that the virtual queue has done also is, if the line was allowed to build for Rise, it'd be 300 minutes in a heartbeat. But oh, they yeah. pace it so that you don't have to have that kind of an experience. So if you do right. get a boarding pass, you know you're not going to wait an eternity to ride it, which makes it even better. You know, so I'm, I'm going to go with Rise. Even though People Mover is a must-do, yep. it's part of Walt's original vision. It's how he wanted people yep. to commute to work. It makes me yep. sad that it's going to go down, but I think it's going to go down. Oh, it will. What's, what's Kahoot? <laughs> 60-40 for Rise of the Resistance. Two folks voted People Mover, and I guarantee you those people were both my parents. <laughs> i'm just saying i i love it too it's hard not to not to vote for it but against rise i can't all right so what's right. next so next up is everest and slinky dog dash Ooh. voting is now open everest is red slinky dog is blue hmm. john i'll let you start man this this one i don't know i, f- I feel like there should be an obvious answer for this one but um Slinky Dog, for me, has the a similar appeal that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train does, but I think it's a better overall attraction. And just I don't know, just thinking about like the the launches and stuff, the the Toy Story theming that's all around it. You're in the you know minus the fact that you know there's really no shade at all waiting in the queue in the middle of the hot Florida sun. You ain't lying. Uh, that's not fun. 
Um, It's a lot of fun. However, the massive amount of detail and storing that went into Expedition Everest, minus Disco Yeti, Disco Yeti included. Either way, for me, yeah, Expedition Everest, 100%. Yeah, I almost have Disco Yeti as a non-starter that's going to make this thing lose automatically. But (laughs) at the same time, you know, how do you how do you shut down a marquee attraction for what it would yeah. take to to be able to do that? Yep. What I love about Slinky Dog, I think that it's got. <laughs> hold on, I can. I used to be able to hear that every ninety seconds from my office all day. So that that, that doesn't do it for me. I was gonna say that would mess me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Between that and the Toy Story drummers, the the Army Men drummers, it's like oh, it's it's been thirty minutes since, and I haven't gotten anything done in the last thirty minutes because here they are again. But um. <laughs> I've but got a similar I, um, story about Tower of Terror. We'll get into that later. Oh, nice. Okay. But I, I don't think Slinky Dog, from a thrill perspective, if you're comparing them against roller coasters, I think Everest has to win. Disco mm-hmm. Yeti or no Disco Yeti and the yeah. immersion of the queue and the attention to detail of actually displaying a culture to you accurately yeah. that you wouldn't get to see otherwise. Yeah, sure. I've got to go Everest here just because of the roller coaster itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Slinky Dog Dash is one that my daughter loves, and you know that I vote with my heart when it comes to a lot of these rides. But Everest is is the roller coaster at Walt Disney World, and and I don't see how Slinky Dog beats it. Um, Carrie, let's just read that. He said, the toughest of the night, uh, he's got to vote Slinky. Uh, Jonathan Sanders says, I'd take Everest because it's better, but I have to go Slinky, do that being one of my daughter's first roller coasters. I. Jonathan, I am 100% with you. That is one of my daughter's rides to ride. Like if that is her rise of the resistance. If we go to, uh, to Hollywood Studios and she doesn't ride Slinky, it's a bad day. But Everest is the better ride. Yeah. So okay. what does Kahoot have, Adam? Uh, 60-40 for Slinky Dog. And are we 3-0 to zero <laughs> Everest? Uh, we're three zero Everest, and they were three to two for Slinky, so that puts it at five three for Everest. All right, so let's go Everest. All right. So next up is Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run versus the Haunted Mansion. This is tough. This is my mm. tough ride. Yeah, Be- because Haunted Mansion is Walt. Now, granted, this isn't Walt's Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. but you get to ride the Millennium Falcon and drive poorly, but drive the <laughs> Millennium Falcon. I, I hate to do this because Adam saw my first reaction to seeing the Millennium Falcon in person. There were almost tears. But if we're talking quintessential Walt Disney World, it's got to be Haunted Mansion. All right. So I, I've got Haunted Mansion in blue, Smuggler's Run in red. All right, Haunted Mansion, John. So this, you know, I'm I'm with Dave. For me, this is the toughest matchup so far. So I'm I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, and you know I love it. Um, I've watched, we've watched, my wife and I have both watched pretty much every Star Wars anything that's on Disney Plus right now, and including the animated series. I I'm also a big fan of the classic walt attractions um you know i wish i wish just like lots of people i wish we had um a holiday overlay 
like mm-hmm. the traction does in uh, in California. I mean, I've I've gotten to be, go on that once, and it was it was so cool. Uh, it was really cool to kind of be in that, and you know the the ride attractions. You know, it's a few little minor differences here and there uh, between both of them. Um, but I think in a, in a situation like this, when you're comparing these two, you have to say, okay, well, what well what makes you have to be very specific, think about it in detail. What makes a good attraction? Like, why would one deserve it? Is it is it is it story? Is it theming? Is it technology? Is it the overall you know guest experience? Is it the you know historical sentimental part of it? Um, I mean, I think as far as story goes, there there is a story in Haunted Mansion that's there. Yeah. Um, Smuggler's Run, there's a story with that. I mean, it's it's part of the part of the Star Wars universe. Um, technology, uh, Haunted Mansion was was groundbreaking in a few ways, and I think in some ways so is Smuggler's Run. So, uh, man, it is just so tough, but. Um, I don't know. There, there's nothing like putting the Millennium Falcon to light speed, but I would have to say Haunted Mansion at the end of the day. I would. Okay. All right. Before I give my vote, the audience broke four to one for Haunted Mansion. Wow. And you, Dave, you said Mansion. John, you said yep. you said yep. Mansion too. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to have to agree, and and I'm going to agree for the point you just made, John is there's nothing like putting the Millennium Falcon into light speed for the one person that gets to pull the lever yeah. in the whole cockpit while everybody looks at them and says, man, if I had just let them go first yeah. at the entry to the attraction, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would have got, so, you know, yeah. I'd love Smuggler's Run. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. I would have liked to have seen, and yes, Dave, I'm allowed to say things like this. I would have liked to have seen <laughs> like, just like 3PO is your pilot. Um, used to be Rex, now 3PO and Star Tours. I would right. love to have seen a Chewbacca animatronic. Yeah. There, there, there let, is. Let Chewbacca do the pilot and then give you something else you can do that like maybe the gunner chair or, you know, uh, something else iconic from it. But I feel like two people get a really difficult because piloting is not easy. Mm-hmm. Two people get a really difficult, but I think really rewarding experience at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I, that's part of it for me. Most of it is though that Haunted Mansion is hands down one of the best Magic Kingdom attractions and always will be. Oh, yeah. Um, still go do Smuggler's Run. Don't get me wrong, everybody. Right. But um, Haunted Mansion wins it for me, too. Yep. yep. By the way, Jonathan Sanders says, I have Haunted Mansion Crocs. We play Haunted Mansion board games weekly <laughs> at home. The only thing Haunted Mansion that he doesn't like is the movie. Yep. Amen. I'm with you there. That's one that could do a redo right there. Yep. 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 All, right, All right. So what's what we got? Last of the first round here is Runaway Railway versus Soren. Oh, this is tough. What's interesting here is both very good uses of projection technology in yep. a way that is yeah. completely different from what Universal does. Yep. Runaway Railway is in red. Soren is in blue. Now, let me caveat this. If this was Soren, California, mm. my vote would be different. But I've got to go Runaway Railway just because it is the only Mickey Mouse ride. There's that. Okay. Um, and and Soren, if you sit anywhere other than B, <laughs> you get the leaning Eiffel Tower. And feet in your face. Yeah. Right. So, slightly slightly obscure Taj Mahal. Yep. Yeah. John, what do you got? Oh man! Well, I'm I'm with you on the on the Soren over 
California thing. Um, I mean, there's something about that soundtrack. I have some friends, some other travel nation agent friends, um, that have a podcast called the imagine ears, like ears, like, hmm. you know, ears, not E E R S like Disney Imagineers, but the imagine ears podcast. And they did a series on, um, basically Disney songs, theme park attractions and whatnot, and went through kind of their top 20 and the Soren soundtrack was on there for pretty much all of them. And I think there's something so incredible about that. I mean, I listen to it all the time. That is probably yeah. one of the number one uh, attractions, uh, soundtracks that I listen to, um, especially when I need to like either relax or get pumped up a little bit. I mean, also, you know, there, there's nothing like getting into the pre-show and having good old Patrick Borburton say, nice job, pal. <laughs> I mean, uh, anyway, but um, moving on. Uh, Runaway Railway, it, I, I have not been on it and seen the pre-show active. So I did not get a chance to go on that attraction pre-COVID. Um, I've only been on it um, since then a couple of times. I had great experiences both times. You know, this, the song is great. Um, it's just nothing can stop us. I was gonna say, yeah. if you don't, have, if you don't have it in your head right now, then right, yeah. you totally do. So, I mean, it, it's catchy. I had to like go find it on Spotify when I got back from my trip, you know, add it to the playlist. But, um, yeah, I, I love Runaway Railway, something classic, of course, Mickey Mouse attraction. Um, I'm still a little bit bitter that the great movie ride went away. Mm. I, I get why it did, but yeah, Runaway Railway, yeah, I have to agree. Uh, the way that it, it's tough for me because the trackless technology that Runaway Railway mm -hmm. uses, the projection technology it uses, both of those are pretty novel for Imagineering. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's used at Ratatouille yeah. and Rise and a couple other places, but right. it's still pretty novel. The yep. story of the Tinker Toy set and how they came up with Soren in his garage, the lead Imagineer over a weekend, yeah. all of that just resonates with me too. But Runaway Railway, I think it took the great movie ride, which really was more of a commercial for MGM because of the mm -hmm. partnership. Still yeah. great though. Don't get me wrong. Still yeah. loved every minute of it. Um, but it took it and turned it into something. It makes sense why you're going to the theater. Cause you're seeing a premiere. You actually get to see like yep. the thing that you're there for. And then things go awry. And just the way that it pulls it off, I think is really great. And the scene with Daisy will always be one of my favorite things in any attraction. Mm. on disney yeah property that's, that's, that's one of my favorites but yeah, uh, yeah i'm gonna go with runaway Rail railway which makes it interesting uh -oh. because it was three to one soaring over runaway railway with our listeners which puts it Ooh. four to three for runaway railway just barely wow all right yeah. runaway wins all right so what we got in the the semifinals here right, of this bracket rise of the resistance versus Everest. All right. Hey, real quick. Oh, crap. My computer. Carrie has a question here. Um, where do you think Remy's would have been if it was open? Where would it have seated? Ooh. I can't speak to this because I've never ridden that track system. Mm, yeah, but I mean, it's it's not that different from, from railway, though. It's the same okay. idea. It's the same idea. Mm -hmm. um it, it would have been probably i'm looking at the bracket i would have guessed a two or a three okay because if you've got runaway railway and smugglers run up there you know those are good but not the best you know so i think it's right. going to fall in that that range but, all right all right so for rise and everest what you got guys rise is in red everest is in blue john why don't you start us off here so again 
thinking about the story, the theming, um, just I've watched endless documentaries on um, how a lot of those little knickknacks and pieces came together for Everest that kind of Joe Rody led the charge on that. Um, even down to to making it six inches taller than the Tower of Terror just because he could. Um, it just, it, I love that ride dearly. However, I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than I am a Rise of the Resistance fan. So there's, there's, or, or then Everest fan. So there's, there's that bias. And without dropping any spoilers, and I try not to, um, there are a lot of wow moments. Sure. Several wow moments in Rise of the Resistance. It's basically four rides in one. Yeah. Um, it's a te- it's a technological marvel in so many different ways, and uh, I just I don't see how how that could 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 compete with Everest. Um, you know, I mean, it's just uh, even if Disco Yeti was not Disco Yeti, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah, it's still a very, very quick glimpse at best. It's, it's a small part of overall experience, yep. even though you look forward to it, it's kind of the exclamation point at the end of yep. the sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for yep. me, the thing about rides was an immersive queue has always been the dream mm-hmm. that attractions over the last probably 15 years have really driven towards. And some of it ends up being things like seven dwarfs mine train with has play elements, you know, like Dumbo, which has the playground, but rise is truly the immersive queue there's not really a cue to the ride, technically speaking, you know, especially if you go back before you go in there and read black spire, Mm -hmm. the whole thing just fits. And so I'm going to go with rise as well, because that's not only something that, um, they built an attraction around, they actually wrote Mm -hmm. books and made it Canon and built it into the overall universe. Yeah. For everything y'all just said, I've got to go rise. I have nothing more to add, but just rise. Okay. That's interesting because the, the audience broke three to two Hmm. rise Over over Everest. Huh? So it was almost split. Yeah. So Jonathan Sanders says, "Rise is such a great experience, more, or such an experience more so than a ride." Have to go rise, but don't tell my wife I rode it without her. <laughs> got on the, got on at the retreat, but not on our family vacation. Nice. Oh, hopefully she's not watching because she will have just heard. <laughs> nice. All right. So next right. up, semifinal two for bracket number two for world is Haunted Mansion versus Runaway Railway. If you're voting. Haunted Mansion is red. Railway is blue. Real quick, before we get into that, we have our favorite Canadian Brad tune. I know because he puts his <laughs> Canadian flag. Uh, question, how long does the no spoiler rule apply for ride? Having to avoid Dave daily for Wanda spoilers. Me too. Well, so hold up now. I gave you on until Monday on the group for Wanda that spoilers. That is true. That is true. No spoilers for a ride is until Carrie's ridden it. We can I, then have him. All, we but, can have like a special mini show where he gives us a breakdown of what he thought about it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Carrie, you, you good for that? Because a little I know mini episode. Mini episode. I tell you what, and that I tell you what that'll be. <laughs> since we don't have one on spring break, that'll make up for it. There you go. There you go. The little yeah, mini so. episode with Carrie. All right. So, haunted mansion in red, runaway railway in blue. It's hard to say that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's uh, almost as hard to say. Travel Tip Tuesday with Travelmation, John Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John Rogers, why don't you start here? Um, so, again, I, I think for me, my perspective on 
Runaway Railway has been skewed by the fact that the pre-show is not running right now. There's some videos you can go watch or whatever, but um, I think that if the pre-show were running, because I think that's such a big part of the, the experience, that I would probably be skewed more in that direction. But going back to the Haunted Mansion and all the things that we've talked about, you know, about it already, where it's 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 not just timeless. It's a well done attraction that continues to bring in people. There's, uh, you know, th- there's there's always a massive line in front of Runaway Railway. Okay, it's it's a ma- it's a huge draw right there, Chinese Theater, right when you get into Hollywood Studios. Um, there's there's always a line there, but I think in this case you can't really always judge an attraction by the size of the line or its quote unquote popularity. Um, I think there's just something to be said for Haunted Mansion and the story that goes in it, um, you know, Walt having his hands on it, all those things that we've already talked about. And I would go, I would take Haunted Mansion over Runaway Railway. Okay. Dave? I want to get into this point because Jonathan Sanders sees your point and, yes. and ups you one saying both shows are missing their pre-show. I understand that. You're, you are correct, and I've been and I've been, even if I had not been through part of the the, the pre-show, the stretching room at Haunted Mansion. Fair point, Jonathan. Jonathan, by the way, is a, he's another awesome travelmation travel agent. So shout out to him. It's a really cool guy. I got to hang out with him for a little bit back in January. But um, again, the fact that Walt had his hands on it, um, the uh, the the continuous. Like moving track, I think is great. Kind of continuous, like onloading, offloading system that they have put in. You know, unless you get like stuck going downhill on the thing. When 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 Haunted Mansion like pauses for a little while, that's not pleasant. Um, you know, especially if you're in certain spots in the attraction. But I just think there's something overall that speaks about the Haunted Mansion attraction as it is that uh, appeals to me. Like I love the fact that Mickey Mickey Minnie have their own attraction now. I think that's great. I love the technology that goes into it, but there's something that just pulls me back towards the mansion. So I, I can agree with you on that. And Carrie says, yeah, the stretching room is an important part of Haunted Mansion for him. Yeah, and it is. But to me, I still know the story of the Runaway Railway without its pre-show. Yep. Oh, sure. The, yeah. the stretching room is haunted mansion to me i mean i've got the the stretching room pops sitting over here on my my shelf and and without the stretching room you miss a big element of the haunted mansion so because of that right now i will say runaway railway Hmm. i do think i i I think one of the things we got to be like want to pay special attention to because we haven't talked about that is, is this yet is the queue in haunted mansion especially since it was redone however right. many years ago that that was you know w- with the tombstones and the interactive elements and all that i mean the queue for runaway railway honestly is not that i mean it's, it's, it's sort of th- yeah it's 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 kind of plain jane it's thematic to the attraction but yeah that's about it yeah and for me my experience with Heart of Mansion starts the moment I get in line. Not yeah. so with Runaway Railway. Yeah, I can sure. see that. 
Yeah, I, I think that the thing about Runaway Railway is you could reprogram the cars and change the projection. And for yeah. some of the scenes, you couldn't really with that some of the practical neat. stuff they do. You could yep. reprogram that and make it a different ride if you wanted to later. But with Haunted Mansion, it's they've improved some of the effects, the stairways mm -hmm. and things like that, and the footprints and those things. But some of that stuff is original, and it still holds up. Yep. And it always will hold up. And it's an example of why people love things like Mandalorian is because you use technology when it's needed, but you still have practical effects right. that pull off things yep. that you can't do any other way. And it feels so much more real to you. So I'm going to go with Haunted Mansion 2. That and it's... I have to go back. Sorry. I know I've said this three or four times, but my favorite cast member memory is my second day at the company. Somebody lost their kid. They got cut off between the stretch room and the main queue. And my second day with the company, I got yelled at pretty loud about where my kid is. And you're going to help me find him right now. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite memories. So yeah. So the, the audience broke three to two for mansion as well. So mansion is going to move on. Yeah. John, John the Sanders, Dagum Logic. I was just trying to heckle. Uh, now I'm on the ropes. Who do I choose? I'm going to have to stick with Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So now we've got the final of the of bracket two, which is Rise. I'm just going to put the short versions up. Rise yeah, R -R. versus Mansion. Whew. This is tough. Um, I'll start. I'll start with the tough one. And I'm going to go with Rise. Rise is red, mansion is blue. Just because, and this is my only logic. My day at Hollywood Studios is a bust if I don't ride Rise. Mm. If I don't ride Mansion, I know I can go back and ride it again. Yep. Okay. John, what do you got? I'm going to have to go with Rise. I mean, even with all the... Um... All the sentimentality, the the uh, whatever you know, timelessness of 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 mansion and you know all the things that we've spoken of already. <clears throat> um, there's something about the storied canon experience, I guess, that kind of like Adam was saying earlier um, about Rise of the Resistance. Four attractions in one. I mean, you're constantly on the move. There's something new kind of around every corner. And uh, the uh, another, I think another big, big difference for me in this attraction is that uh, you think about the roles of the cast members in both attractions. Yeah. With Haunted Mansion, they're basically loading you in and loading you off. Not the case with Rise of Resistance. Um, they have very involved roles, the performance theming, I, I think is a little bit more uh, impactful, I guess, uh, with Rise of Resistance versus Haunted Mansion. For that reason, I think I would go with Rise of Resistance. Yeah, it's similar to the to the finals we had on the Universal um, Orlando, the, the studio mm -hmm. side bracket, because you had Gringotts versus ET, and you yeah. had what they like again dance with the one that brung you what got the park popular versus what are they doing for the future right this is that yep. same kind of thing yeah, i mean yep. the sentimentality strikes hard with mansion and it strikes fast you know but rise is the kind of thing that no other theme park would ever dare to even try and while it may not be perfect in terms of uptime and things like that and 
it, it, it sure is a doggone good attraction. I mean, it is something that folks wouldn't even put the money into in most cases, but we pulled it off. Disney pulled it off. Absolutely. So, so I'm going to go yep. with Rise. But I'm going to disagree with you on one point, Dave, though, because I go to studios expecting not to ride Rise because of the virtual <laughs> queue. <laughs> you know, so, hope, so. I mean, you know, but, but if I can get on Mansion a lot easier, there. you know. <laughs> exactly. You live yeah. there. I it's, don't. it's a whole other approach. And then the audience broke three to two for Rise. Yep. So Rise is going to awesome. move forward. All right, we got to take a quick break. And uh, Adam, do we just vamp for a second? I will be right back. So we don't have to take a break, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> just so everyone's aware. Dave has to take a break. Sorry. So let's review where we are really quick. I'm actually going to share the bracket so everybody can see who's watching on Facebook. So this is our final four right here. We got on the universal side, Gringotts and Hagrid's. And then on the. Disney side, we have Tower versus Rise. So, John, is there any of these that you think surprised you? Do you look back at any of the ones we've landed on and they surprise you, or is this where you fi- pretty much figured we were going to land? Um, I'm kind of surprised that um, Tower came this far. Yeah, honestly, I, I really, I think, I think for me, out of out of these four, um, I kind of figured we'd we'd have at least one if not two you know harry potter attractions in in the final four but there's something about um again especially as the safaris that that was definitely a tough tough match between for me between the both of those but yeah um yeah tower's a great attraction it's fun it's one of those ones that again always has a decent weight to it uh the queue the detail that went into that i mean everything about it um have all sorts of things that i could say about it but um yeah i'm a little yeah. surprised it made it this far sure and carrie asked a question um is the black spire audiobook worth it will it enhance my galaxy's edge experience absolutely one thousand percent absolutely yes. it gives you a reason why rise of the resistance even exists in the first place plus it sets the stage for a lot of the other stuff that that happens um throughout the land so yes absolutely do yes that. welcome back dave Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I was listening, and, and is there a, a shocker to me? I will say my shocker was that Safari got as far as it did. Yeah. Um, I, I think that all four of the rides that are in the finals belong in the finals. Yeah. I, I, I have a hard time believing that Flight of Passage didn't get here, but I'm very proud of our, our, mm-hmm. our listeners and us for not putting it here. Yeah. Well, does any does anybody really have... like Pandora? Pandora is one of those movies for me that's famous for being famous. Like I, I, I don't know anybody. And again, I mean, Avatar. This is just this is just my circle yeah. of people. Yeah, Avatar. Just my circle of friends. Maybe I don't know. But does anybody have like Pandora stuff? Avatar stuff? All I know somebody room? that does. Like yep. like lots of people though. Like Star Wars is like broad, and I get yep. Avatar has like one of the reasons I'm glad they went with that is that Avatar has sequels and it has a plan and it has a, a forward like strategy to it. And I get that, but I just, I don't know that flight couldn't have, would have made it as far just because, and again, Carrie says he thoroughly enjoys it, but does people fanboy about it? Like yes. they do with some, like, yes. like with yeah, the comparatively though, comparatively to star Wars, comparatively oh. to the other attractions we've talked about. Bart you Scott, know? not, yeah. not the linebacker, Bart one, Scott. One person with a microphone. Does that compare to other <laughs> movies and other franchises that are out there? It may eventually. I just don't think it compares yet. I think it has potential, I can agree, though. I can agree with that. Yeah. So, all, all right. right, let's get on to our final four. 
Here we go, guys. Let me share my screen again. Carrie says he needs a sequel bad. See, yeah. If once they do that, I think it'll probably, I'll feel a lot different yeah. about it. All right, here we go. So the Universal Orlando final is going to be Gringotts in red for everybody voting Hagrid's in blue. Gringotts versus Hagrid's for the best Universal Orlando attraction. John, you want to start off? Sure. So I'm I'm not a fan of screen-based attractions. It's one of the reasons why I don't like Spider-Man. I think uh, Gringotts does a, a decent job at, at merging the ride system with the uh, other themed elements and the screens and everything. Uh, love the queue. Uh, love you know where, where it is. Everything about it. But the Hagrid's and Gringotts are two different kind of rides and i think the overall experience for me is better um at hagrid's there's there's a thrill of it so the thrill is great uh, you get off the ride with a smile on your face the adrenaline pumping a little bit and uh, you feel like you're in the story um i don't you know you feel like you're in the story with gringotts but you know it's for me it's not the same kind of kind yeah. of thrill of experience so I'm going to go a little bit opposite of what I went for Forbidden Journey versus Hagrid's. Gringotts, you know everything that's coming. You know this is the exact part in the book where mm -hmm. Voldemort tries to take over the, the thing, and yeah. this is where this happens. And yeah. There were parts in Hagrid's. I watched everything I could on Hagrid's. Yep. But Adam... I got off of it riding it with you, and what did I say? Holy crap, I didn't know about Oh yeah. Blank. Well, and even if you watch it, it yeah. can't prepare you for it, just like Rise. Right. You could watch a, yep. a walkthrough of Rise. It still wouldn't prepare you for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think yep. Gringotts is great. It fits in. It meshes well. Um, it, it's one of those that takes place in an existing story and adds a little bit of subtext to it, you know, a little bit of context, and you're in that, which is great. But Hagrid's just, from the moment you leave the station, it does not stop. Right. There's right. not a boring moment. There's not a time where, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, a lot of the outside parts are really fast, but then there's that slow kind of, you know, because it's for kids. Hagrid's has none of that. And mm -hmm. yep. it's fast the whole time. And I think that it even, it throws in Fluffy, it throws in the flying car, you know, all of those kinds of things that are mixed mm -hmm. in there too. And it does it in a way that kind of makes sense overall, but you don't really care because you're just going so yeah. fast. Because <laughs> you're <laughs> you laughing know? the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. And it's a, it's a, it's a very cool ride system that yeah. that you're not going to see at Walt Disney World until Tron. Exactly. Yes, which is going to be so much fun. Oh, my oh God. I can't That's wait. So awesome. <laughs> All right. So the audience said four to one for Hagrid's. So Hagrid's moves to the finals. How exciting. All right. What do we got for Disney? All right. The Disney World finals are Tower of Terror versus Rise of the Resistance. Oh, shocker. My favorite theme park of the four has you know, the best did two we, rides. Other than Test Track, did we have a single Epcot attraction? Uh, Soren. Oh, Soren. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean, one little put, area of the park over there. Do you want me to put Mission to Mars? No. Figment, though, man. Come on. No. What anyway. would Figment have? Anyway. I would. I would have picked it. It would have been an upset, an eight-one upset over here. That you could have thrown at it. <laughs> Tower of Terrors in red rises in blue. <laughs> Adam, start us off. Yeah, I'm going to have to go rise for all the reasons that we said before. Um, it's in canon. It's uh, such an immersive part of an immersive land. 
And like I said, there's nothing that Carrie, even if you listen to the audiobook, even if you watch the YouTube thing, it can't really prepare you for it. Plus there's that extra, like I won the lottery aspect of the VQ, which gives you a little mm-hmm. fist pump at the beginning of your day. If you get it, um, I'm going to go for a, uh, yeah. Or at one o'clock. Yeah. I'm going to uh, go with rise on this one, John, what do you got? So I'm going to go with rise also, you know, as much as I love the tower of terror, uh, from every, every aspect of it to, to the theming of Batu to when you kind of get in line for the queue, you're going through the attraction itself, all the different kind of pieces of it to when you get off. I mean, for me, like one of my favorite parts was when the attraction ends, it's just sort of the theming that's, you know, around you and kind of, kind of what you see and how you feel. I mean, it, it kind of, it took me back to this sort of feeling that I had, you know, one of the first times that I watched, uh, return of the Jedi at, at the end of the, at the end of the film, you know, when the, you know, war's over and, and all these things. And, um, I just, I don't know. It, it, it's something just sort of to use a Disney term magical about it. Sure. And yeah. I don't, I don't really get that as much with tower of terror. I can agree with that. Uh, Dave. I love both of these. One of them because of my daughter and one of them because of me. Um, and I'm sorry, Ellie, I'm going to have to be selfish here. <laughs> and Rise has to win because it, I, I'm just so giddy the entire time. The only part of spoilers I will say about this is Uh-oh. seeing an at-at live and in person mm-hmm. and up yeah. front holy poop yep. i mean that yeah that's not a spoiler that's part of everything they've released right <laughs> any any commercial that includes yeah. that ride pretty much has that scene in and, it, yeah, so. and and the scene behind john here it, it, you know when you you get to see all these stormtroopers yeah on a destroyer i mean come on yeah rise has to win here okay all right. Uh, Jonathan Sanders, real quick, says we actually got our boarding pass from Atlanta in the airport before we flew down that day. Pro tip: try for it no matter where you are. This is true. Yep. If you if you have a theme park pass for that day, yep. Try for it. What what yep. was uh, the Kahoot on that, by the way, Adam? The Kahoot was uh, eighty twenty for Rise. Okay. All right. All right, here Last it is. out there for voting. We've got Hagrid's in red from Universal versus Rise of the Resistance in blue from Disney World. Adam? <sighs> yeah, th- this one is, is tough because they both, just like I said about Hagrid's earlier, they both are attractions that literally don't stop the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like there's always something happening. There's always something going on to at least get your adrenaline pumping or something like that. But I think that I'm going to give Rise the edge, not because I'm biased, but because of the fact that in Hagrid's, I go stand in a line mm-hmm. and I go through the switchbacks and I step yep. forward when the people in front of me step forward. And, you know, Rise keeps that to a minimum and you don't feel like you're waiting. You feel right. like you're constantly in motion. Right. And I have a thing about that. So um, not just the immersion, not just the part of the land, everything else we've talked about. Yep. Um, I think that that's going to be the edge for me is the attractions are both exciting, but the queue, one has a queue, one does not in my mind. Yep, so I'm yep, going to give the edge yep. to the one that doesn't. And by the way, for the food bracket, Dave, the popcorn from Galaxy's Edge needs to be one of the snacks we include in the food bracket. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and throw my 
throw my endorsement out there for that. Yep. Uh, Carrie, real quick, says, of course it comes down to these two. I haven't experienced yet. Sorry, Carrie. Uh, go rise for the hype in two weeks' time. There you go. There we go. John, right. go ahead, man. Um, I'm I'm gonna go basically kind of kind of over over what was just said. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that 100. Um, there, and also reiterate something I said earlier. Um, the complexity of the ride system um, for Rise is amazing. Now, Hagrid's has a few surprises of its own. Mm-hmm. It does, um, and you know, I, I I was like, love the roller coaster. I think it's great, but for me, it also is going to boil down to the live element of it. You're loaded on a, an attraction, you get off of it. The the loading system for Hagrid's is pretty neat though. Like yeah. I, I've I haven't seen a loading system like that for a roller coaster like ever. Yeah. Um. That is just it's just really cool. I mean, there's some that are similar to that, but not in that particular way. Uh, the fact that it's it's Hagrid's motorbike. You've got the sidecar. You've got the actual motorbike part of it. Um. And you get kind of get a, a different experience whether you ride one or the other. So there's that. Um great attraction great attraction absolutely love it but i would give it to rise there's just something about the whole uh storing aspect of it um it's more complex in its technical nature than um than haggard's is and at least from what little i know about those sorts of things um it's just an overall just absolutely incredible experience big harry potter fan big star wars fan you know, both those are right up there, so it really doesn't come down to one or the other there. But I just think the attraction experience itself is better with Rise. Yeah, and I'll say real quick to build off that point you made about one experience in the motorcycle or the sidecar is different. Again, I feel like everybody wants to have the handlebars and push the purple button. The other person is right. just along for the ride. So it's kind right. of the same thing we talked about earlier with that too. So, all right. What you got, yep. Dave? I, I am going to quote Jonathan Sanders here. <laughs> Rise, mainly because I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than Harry Potter fan. I that's mainly it. For I'm 39 years old. For 39 years of my life, I've been a Star Wars fan. For probably five years of my life, I've been a Harry Potter fan. Sure. Hagrid's is the best roller coaster around right now. But Rise of the Resistance is the best ride system around at any theme park hands down i don't care if it breaks down 12 times a day when it's working right it is the best thing out there i i haggard's is close but until you get a a cast member or or i don't know what they call their their employees at universal team members team members until, yep. Okay, until you get a team member speaking to you in in wizard English and and you know trying to talk to you like they're part of the story. Yeah. Don't tell me that Hagrid's is a better experience than Rise of the Resistance. I've had a cast member get in my face and treat me like I was a true member of the resistance mm-hmm. and, and and try to bully me like they were part of the empire. So, so what you're really saying, Dave, then is, I guess what we're all saying 
is Hagrid's maybe album of the year. Rise of the Resistance is Entertainer of the Year. Hands <laughs> it's down. like the, the coveted yeah. thing that everything wants to be at the end of the yep. day, no matter how good yeah. it is individually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's that's what you have to look at when you're looking at and John, this is probably what you have to do in your business. Travel nation. Yep. If you're looking for a travel agent, call John Rogers. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> are you looking for an experience? Right. Or are you looking for memories? Right. Sure. Because if you're looking for an experience, go ride the movies. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for how your daughter reacts when she sees Cinderella or, yeah. or the, the pictures of, of your daughter yeah. running down Main Street. Well, and there's a connection to one of the reasons Mansion made it so long was the sentimentality, right? I, I don't have memories of when I was a kid writing Hagrid's or yeah, Rise right. for that matter. But I have memories of being at Disney World many, many, many more times than I have memories of being at Universal. So I can even yeah. connect it more to my childhood, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. way. So, yeah. Well, just, just, I think we know who won, but what did Kahoot say, Adam? Uh, it was a hundred percent for rice. <laughs> wow. So it's unanimous across the board with everybody involved. All right. So for I four theme park throwdown, Disney has won the I four showdown. Shocker. I mean, is it though? <laughs> I, when I you actually, have Rise of the Resistance, if it wasn't for Rise of the Resistance, I think you could probably, from a pure attraction on attraction standpoint, I think you might be able to make a case for Hagrid's. But with Rise out there, it's it's the LeBron James. You know, it's the one that shifts the the table to. Mm-hmm. It's the Michael well, Jordan. I was yep. gonna say Hagrid's yeah. is LeBron. There you go. Rise, Rise is, is Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Rise is the goat. Yep. Rise is the Tom Brady. <laughs> Hagrid's is Aaron Rodgers. Y'all know I don't think Tom Brady's the goat. But anyway, go, go Bucks. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we're going to end the show here because we've already gone about two hours. So I will just go ahead and warn everybody. Normally, we like to keep it at the hour to hour and 15 minute mark for Unrelated to Birth. These next four shows, this one included, just prepare yourself, will be long. Prepare I, yourself. Let me warn you. Next week will be a long show. What's next week again? Next week is jerseys in sports. And we will have along our old friend from sideline warning, Mr. Hollywood Ben Foster. If you are a longtime fan of mine and Adam's, you will know that sideline warning repeatedly went over an hour and a half. So just be prepared for a fun, long show. On Specifically the, the Pick'em episodes. <laughs> yes. Ben's a great guy. He, he, uh, he was actually probably at the Alabama-Auburn game tonight. Yeah. Uh, and, and just be prepared. As, as Carrie says, be prepared. Anyway, so, John, if people want to plan their Disney or Universal vacation, or any vacation, John, how would they get a hold of you? You can just reach out to me on Facebook, either through my business page um, or my personal page for that matter. I'm friends with both Dave and Adam on that. Um, I have a, a website out there, travelmationjohn.com, uh, or you can go to travelmation.net forward slash John Rogers. Uh, so a bunch of different ways. There's, you know, like six or seven different ways to find me. I'm on you know social and on Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. 
Awesome. He is also so. very active in the Unrelated at Birth Facebook group. If you're not a member of the Unrelated at Birth Lister group, what's wrong with you? Because as you will see, we will be doing this for the next month, posting the play-in games and definitely getting listener feedback for these uh, these brackets. Next week, Adam, like we said, is the Jersey bracket breakdown. Do we want to go ahead and tell them kind of the categories to get them thinking and preparing their minds? Sure. Throw that out there. Go ahead. All right. So we're going to have the NCAA bracket. We're going to have the the basketball NBA bracket. We're going to have the major league baseball bracket. And we'll also have the NFL bracket. We were going to have soccer and hockey, but I'm not a hockey fan. Or yes, a you are. Fan. I'm oh, a soccer fan. fan. Yeah. I'm not a soccer fan. Adam's not really a fan of either. So I, I don't think we're the right people to, uh, to help with that. But we do know the others very well. Yes, we do. So we will have those. And we're going to try to do just 32. We're uh, gonna do just, asked, I promise we'll do just 32, everybody. I'll, I'll talk Dave into it. Carrie asks, does the NCAA cover all sports? <laughs> yes, it does. So like Oregon will be all of Oregon. And Oregon will definitely be there. Alabama, Penn State, all, all those, the traditional versus the wild ones. Um, so, and then the week after that, will be our week off. We'll do a short little trip report with myself and Carrie. Maybe try to get Adam in on the fold. Uh, if, if you want to come in for this, um, we could do that. And then the week after, we'll do our theme park food bracket. And then I think we have decided to do Marvel versus DC Cinematic Universe only. Yes. That's the important. That's the important point. Yes. No comic books. Which, <laughs> do you know how hard that's going to be for me? It won't I, be that hard. It won't be that yes, hard. You'll will. be you'll be fine. I promise. Mm, you'll be fine. Okay. Just turn the just turn the geek meter down to like a seven. Mm, yeah, you can do it. Okay. Tell, tell him, John. He can do it, right? Yeah, you could. I mean, just you just got to make sure. I think. When you go on, when you're thinking cinematic universe, are you going to include the TV shows? Because Marvel See, and DC ooh. both have. See, John, they both have shows. Gummit, that are, I told are. you, I told you to tell the so, guy to focus I'm on the saying. movies only. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, there's some. Anyway, the, yeah, that's for another show. Sorry, you're not helping. <clears throat> See, I like, where, I'm out. I like where his head's going. Uh, anyway, Adam, if they want to get a hold of the show and help us with the bracket breakdown of March, Mag of March Madness bracket madness. March Maggots. March Magnus. Anyway, uh, how would they do so, Adam? They would call 650-UAB-SHOW. Spell it out on your keypad. Not yet, Dave. Hang on. 650-UAB-SHOW. Spell it out on your keypad. You'll hear a message followed by a... Beep. You can do it now. No, come oh, on. Beep. There you go. Have it. Do it with confidence, Dave. Leave us a message. <laughs> Leave us a message every time we will play it on the show. I apologize to my dad. We've been going for two hours, which is why Virgil asked the question is going to wait for until next week. We'll play it at the beginning of the show next week. So that we make sure we fit it in. I didn't know this was going to go this long. So 650 UAB show. Leave us a message. Hot take a question. Something you agree or disagree about. We've had all kind of fun with messages over the last year or so. So give us a shout or you can hit us up on socials. Dave, how would they do that? 
I am at DAdams419. He is at Runtide Run on just Instagram. I'm at DAdams419 on all of the channels. Uh, the show is at Not Related Bros on Twitter, at Unrelated Birth on Instagram, Facebook.com backslash Unrelated Birth. Also, Facebook.com, we are part of the Unrelated Birth Facebook group. Uh, listener group, listen to us, follow us, find us, love us, share us. All that fun stuff. Patreon.com backslash unrelated to birth. If you are so inclined, $5 a month. If we get to 11, I will chug this crap. And not um, sing. Don't forget that. Whoa. And not that. sing. It, it that is weird. Okay. It's Koval. It's bad, bad, bad bourbon. It's bad. It's bad. Bad, man. Hey, John, how? <laughs> I, I don't know if you gave us oh, your man. Travelmation socials. Uh, so do that for us real quick. Um, so I do, I do like most of my work for my personal pages, honestly, on Facebook. Um, so, you know, I'm, again, I'm connected with both Adam and, and Dave and also in the unrelated at birth, uh, groups quite a bit, but Facebook, I think it's like at WJ Rogers, I, 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 it's pretty boring personal name. Um, Instagram is at Bama underscore ATL, uh, cause I lived in Atlanta for a while and, Anyway, that's where that came from. So, and then I also have at Travelmation John R. But my personal pages are a little bit more active than my business pages are. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, for your travel needs, contact John Rogers. He is great at it. I promise. Uh, anyway, guys, there is our bracket madness I four domination bracket. We'll do it again next week with the jerseys, and uh, we will. See y'all next week. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Adam, take them home. Yeah, thanks, guys, for giving us some of your time, as always. And remember, we love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Stay safe out there. Be kind to one another. And we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.